Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Transfix Take Podcast, where we are performance-driven. Each week, we deliver news, insights, and trends for shippers and carriers from Justin Mays, our market expert. All right, Mays, we are just coming back from Labor Day weekend. How was yours? Hey, Jenny. I had a great, relaxful weekend. Um, you know, we, we finally drove through the unofficial end of summer, and it's in the rearview mirror now. Well, you all can't see, but I've finally gotten back to my sweatshirt collection, which I'm very excited about. But Mays, what are we focusing on this episode? Now, it's time to focus on what is traditionally for the freight industry, the retail peak season of Q4. And everyone's got their eyes on how the market's going to play out in the next few months. And one thing we know for sure, Q3 and Q4 are anomalies. They are wild cards, right, Mays? Well, Jenny, over the past two years, we saw Q4 volatility in the market test everyone from shippers to carriers to warehouse workers anyone who works in the freight industry the last two q4s definitely tested them throughout the pandemic and just about anyone who worked within the freight industry is looking to see what's going to happen this year congestion at the u.s ports made headlines throughout last year but especially right around the q4 you remember jenny when we used to see videos on mainstream news of just container ships off the coast of California just lining up. Oh, I remember. How can we forget? The average consumer quickly became interested in the industry. And as of now, Jenny, this year looks like we will continue to see issues with port congestion. But most of the industry, especially trucking, will have a very different experience than we had in the past two years. Well, this is news. Let's talk about how the impact will change this time around for trucking. That's right, Jenny. Generally, major U.S. holidays bring disruption to the truckload markets. This past week, we saw little to no disruption, even as we closed out summer with the Labor Day weekend. Truck markets have been softening since March as capacity continues to move farther in the shippers' favor. And holidays routinely bring a period when tender rejections rise as carriers reject more contract freight, ultimately putting pressure on spot rates that result in increases for carriers. Through the holiday weekend, rejections started to decrease once again. And Jenny, just as a reminder, last year, tender rejections were above 20% throughout August and September putting pressure on volatility throughout the supply chain. So Maze, I do remember last year, this was something that we had warned shippers about, and it seemed like it was something that went amiss. Compare that to this year, where 10 rejections were below 6% since the start of August, and actually began to continue to lower through the last few weeks. That is a very big difference. When one out of four of your shipments were being rejected last year, put into the spot market versus only five to six percent this year. You could see where the pressure isn't really getting to the shippers as it has over the last two years. And this brings up what we may see through Q4. So this is an interesting tactic that I was not expecting on the carrier side. It seems like they are swinging the market purposely in their favor. And I cannot wait to see what happens in Q4. And speaking of which, let's get into it. That's right, Jenny. Last week, we said we dig a little more into what we believe Q4 will bring to the truckload markets. And as we pass through the last holiday weekend, setting us for the remainder of Q3, the freight industry once again has all eyes on retail season. The Labor Day weekend did, however, shed some light on how impactful peak retail season will be this year. Overall, truckload market conditions seem as if they continue to shift more towards the shipper's favor in a time where it is crucial for them. We saw little to no movement in most of drive-in markets throughout the last eight days. The Northeast seems to be the only area that continues to pop out at me. Ports in the West Coast 
and East Coast remain in the spotlight as they could create the dominoes that fall and disrupt this truckload market through the next few months. Though, Jenny, to be honest, I do not believe we will see that much of an impact as we saw the previous two years due to port congestion. Well, this is what we want. We do not want a repeat of the mistakes that we've made in the past, similar to what we talked about with that Band-Aid effect on the Kyle Lintner episode. So it's good to see that they've learned their lesson. Though it is important to call out that rejections in the Northeast have risen slightly, while just about every other region and most markets throughout the country remain flat or saw slight declines. The West Coast hasn't shown any signs of potential strengthening in the truckload sector, but still seeing potential bottlenecks that can impact in the coming weeks. But really, the spotlight remains to be on the Northeast. Spot rates remained relatively flat, even though we called out a slight uptick in tender rejections. But even as some congestion in the Northeast starting to really pop out at me with the issues we are seeing at the ports, spot rates still remained relatively flat, even though rejections saw slight increases through the weekend and end of month. Okay, May, so this warrants the question, where are we going to see volatility that could disrupt any easing of the market that we have already started to see in the coming weeks? Well, Jenny, a great question. The Northeast is definitely one that we continue to keep an eye on, and we'll talk about that shortly. But looking farther into the refrigerated sector, markets seem to be picking up some momentum heading towards the winter months. Unfortunately for some carriers, produce season did not have a strong outcome as refrigerated carriers would have liked to have seen. However, we are seeing momentum pick back up as we head out of the summer months. This could hold through the remainder of the year as we drive through the Thanksgiving high holiday, which generally gives the refrigerated sector a little bit of a bump in demand, along with demand needed as shippers utilize refrigerated units when moving some types of dry freight and the frigid temperatures. We're gonna keep a close eye on the refrigerated sector as that could be one potential area of volatility going into Q4. Okay, so let's shift over into imports and the ports, literally. So I'm starting to notice that there may be a shift between that West Coast and the East Coast, but Mays, can you confirm? You're spot on, Jenny. East Coast ports are switching places with the West Coast as they take on more of the import market share for the U.S. So over the Labor Day weekend, what I have noticed that there was an uptick in drayage trucks on the road, which I don't normally see. So that's an interesting dynamic that we're watching here. Congestion throughout East Coast ports are starting to show contrast with issues that ports in Southern California managed through last year. Ironically, these ports are seeing surges in volume creating these bottlenecks as shippers started to shift more cargo to bypass these bottlenecks that were taking place on the West Coast. Which was inevitably going to happen if the issues over on the West Coast didn't get solved. It looks like we are only spreading the problem or just relocating the problem instead of actually putting true solutions in place. That's that Band-Aid effect. But Maze, what are we looking at in terms of volumes as it relates to the East Coast ports? The Port of New York and New Jersey saw a 34% increase in cargo volume in August compared to pre-pandemic levels. That is a significant boost in volumes that that one single port is taken in. It's the same song, but a different coast, Jenny. Well, we've been here before, Maze. Issues such as returning empty containers, which leads to a lack of chassis, is something that we saw as a deep issue. And it's not just the Northeast. Look at the Port of Savannah, which is witnessing the largest backlog of ships in the country, followed by the Port of Houston. So Maze, what happens if this issue continues to worsen? Supply chains will be impacted. Truckload markets could feel some pressure again 
if these issues continue to spill over into the truckload market. But it is important to call out that the drayage sector is being heavily impacted by these issues at the ports. Well, Maze, I hope that this issue gets resolved before the peak holiday season, which I know we are literally on the heels of, but what can we look forward to on next week's episode? Next week, Jenny, we're gonna dive a little bit deeper into what we are seeing, not just on the spot market, but also on the contract market, as contracted rates are really starting to see similar trends that we saw through the spot market in the past three months. Well, it looks like all eyes are on the spot market, which we anticipated over the last couple of months. And so now we finally get to see that come to fruition and what those swings may or may not look like. Keep in mind, next week is the start of National Truck Driver Appreciation Week from September 11th all the way through September 17th. And we've got something very special cooked up for you. Until then, drive safely and we'll see you next week with an all new episode. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of Transfix Inc. or any parent companies or affiliates or the companies with which the participants are affiliated and may have been previously disseminated by them. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are based upon information considered reliable, but neither Transfix Inc. nor its affiliates nor the companies with which the participants are affiliated warrant its completeness or accuracy and it should not be relied upon as such. All views and opinions are subject to change.